Hello everyone. Today, मस्त खलती किचन तैयारी भारी जागरी That distinct smell of something with milk and rice. That sounds lot like kheer, one of the most loved dishes in India. You're right. Thay mala bhook lag liya tha. Shh shh shh. Nandar kaho. Recording salad. Kaid satya varga. Yes yes. Focusing on the actual topic today, we will be discussing purvakhyan of kheer. Also, before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and like. And share. Now, kheer is maybe one of the most ancient delicacies. It's a simple and sweet dish made when a type of grain is added to milk. We also see that kheer is a native delicacy of every household in India. And maybe the oldest known reference of kheer is found in an area called Padmavat in Gujarat, where the Sanskrit word shirka literally means a dish prepared with milk. For sheer inventiveness with milk as the primary ingredient, no other country on earth can match India. Wait, you definitely did not just make that complex and fancy statement on your own. It's not your quote. Obviously not. Harold McGee said that statement. I mean, I'm smart. I'm, but I'm not that smart. I'm still smart though. So we find that Keith. is a celebrated dish across not only india but across the entire globe which we'll obviously talk about later in the episode and as you said tau it's also a native delicacy of india oh i have a doubt mm-hmm. why would such a simple dish be loved all over india it's like a mandatory dish in every festival in india that that's a simple answer It's a simple dish with simple ingredients found everywhere and thus it can be prepared by absolutely anyone no matter what their background is that's why during the festivals all of us will eat the same food kheer that is prepared by the same ingredients and enjoy it together true and beautiful <laughs> But these simple ingredients definitely don't have simple explanations. The nutritional aspects of ghee, or rather ghee's primary ingredient, milk, are immense. Milk and dairy foods provide the right amount of bone-building nutrients, specifically vitamin D, calcium, protein, phosphorus, magnesium, potassium, vitamin B12, Ooh. and zinc. This, along with grains and sugar, will provide stamina to enjoy the rest of the festive day and year. Kheer is also easily digestible and it increases your appetite. 
This is probably why kheer is also mentioned in Ayurveda. This is a very nourishing food for reducing vata and pitta and helps in strengthening the tissues and helps in growth of reproductive tissues. Now, vata and pitta are two of the three doshas which we've talked about in the intro episode of the food series. Do check that out and subscribe to our channel Purvakyan for notifications on such episodes. But for those of you who don't remember what Vata and Pitta is, don't worry, you're here to relax and listen. It's not an exam, it's not a test. We'll explain again. Podcast side note. Well, Vata type of people are just as the wind, active mentally and physically, agitated, cannot stay in one place, poor appetite, not very good digestion, lack of sleep, fickle, unsteady in making decisions. Pitta type of people are fiery, cannot tolerate heat, cheerful, social, quick digestion, when they're hungry, they're angry, fond of people around them, eat fast, hunger is also intolerable. As I said before, hungry equal to angry. Close bracket. Now let's get back on track. The phenomenon that we must consider, the climates around the country, are so different that naturally different varieties of a dish emerge. If we consider a typical day's lunch, dal and rice, this is so different in all kinds of different states of India. In northern India, dal rice has the kind of rice we usually have in hotels, you know, more grainy with various kinds of uh, dal. Might be yellow, might be orange. Then in Maharashtra, we have amti bhat or varan bhat. It's more of a softer, mushier version. In southern parts of India, we obviously have rice, but we also have more rice-based dishes because it's so easily available like dosas and idlis. Similarly, if you've travelled to the various regions in India, you must have seen that if you, uh, if you ask the kheer, it won't always stay the same everywhere. Even the name of the dish changes. Not everyone is going to call it kheer. So let's see the various types of kheer we have in our country. Well, for starters, or should I say desserts, Kheer's basic essence is a dish made by adding milk and some form of grain. This grain might be rice, it might be javar, it might be vermicelli, that is shavia. But it's mostly rice, because rice was the first grain to be coupled with our dear milk to make kheer. Now, I'm theorizing... Ooh, you're being sciencey? Yes, and I'm theorizing that when this dish started spreading across India, different ingredients other than rice that were popular in those regions, those were used for preparing kheer. This gave birth to the numerous variations of kheer we see today. Well, starting with the classics, we have the ever-famous payasam from Kerala, which has become a staple of the region. The kheer prepared with jaggery and coconut milk found in almost every occasion and it is given as prasad in every single temple across the southern parts of India to every devotee that walks in. Then we have palat thalikalu kheer. I think I'm pronouncing that right. 
It's a traditional classic sweet dish prepared with handmade rice noodles, jaggery, ghee and milk. And yes, that's right, I said noodles and that too handmade. This is a festive payasam which is made in many traditional Telugu speaking homes. And there is also something that you're going to like very much Arya, a kheer made with paneer. Well, obviously I will like it. I mean, you couple anything with paneer and it is an amazing dish. Well, you know, sometimes it can taste, you know, not very good. But that's not paneer's fault. It's some other ingredient in the dish, you know. Paneer is amazing. And obviously, I want to try that key. A few moments later. Moving on, we cannot forget ghavachi kheer or huggi as we call it in Karnataka which is made using whole wheat grains and jaggery or gur the jaggery used in this kheer imparts a distinct earthy sweetness to the kheer and of course it is healthier than refined sugar this kheer is usually made to celebrate festivals in maharashtra and karnataka regions there is also upwasachi kheer or fast kheer not fast food but a kheer for fasts sabudana kheer so no one is left out when you want to have kheer sheer kurma is one of the most basic kheer varieties made during ramadan this rich delicious and simple vermicelli pudding is great to enjoy during the holy month of ramadan as it is nutrient dense and healthy chana dal payasam Now this is a family recipe often made during Durga Navratri to offer as naivedyam that is offerings to goddess Durga. Chana dal, jaggery and coconut are the three main ingredients that bring in great aroma, deliciousness and richness to this dish. It is usually topped with a generous amount of ghee and nuts and not just variations and grains which we talked about just now. Kheer is also made out of fruits such as apples, oranges, strawberry, pineapple, lychee and many more. It is even made with vegetables like green peas, pumpkin and dudhi. Kheer is also made with soybean, moong dal and there's a kheer made with poppy seeds called couscous kheer. By the way, couscous is also known for its medicinal properties. It's anti-inflammatory, it induces sleep, reduces anxiety and is also consumed as a body coolant during summer. There's the Ayurveda for you. Right, the Ayurveda. You know, it kind of seems like how in uh, scientific terms we call water as a universal solvent. Kheer has become like the solvent of desserts. A dessert solvent. Exactly. Now continuing on with our variation list another variation of kheer called the gil afer dos comes to mind it was a kheer made with milk and dudhi by the nawabs of hyderabad it is now a dish made for weddings and festivals and the saffron cardamom and rose water very very important rose water augmented into it give this creamy dessert a very rich flavor So many variations to keep in mind. Yep, a lot. You know, you wouldn't even believe how many variations of kheer you could make. Literally, you could put anything into milk, add some jaggery or sugar, little bit of cardamom for pizzazz, and there you have it—your custom-made kheer. 
except you have to be mindful so that it tastes good as well well there is also a kheer that you can make with wait for it methi what what methi no yes. methi is bitter yes and kheer is sweet how how could we even classify it as kheer well they make it sweet it's like the best way to trick yourselves into eating something healthy it's like all the vegetables you mentioned above they're the same thing it's the best way to make kids eat more vegetables a genius trick at that to be honest methi or fenugreek is an amazing plant even though it doesn't taste amazing okay not at all both the leaves and seeds are medicinal and highly nutritious methi has been found to be a galactagogue which means it helps increase breast milk production also since it's bitter it slows down digestion and helps in slowing the rate at which sugar is absorbed by the digestive system this has kind of made scientists look at using methi seeds therapeutically for diseases like diabetes and that's exactly why methi payasam or menthe paste is a payasam made especially for lactating mothers it also helps to keep chills at bay giving energy and strength to the new mother so methi is really healthy even moms can't say no to it wow methi is like a super mom <laughs> when i searched the methi ki recipe It actually says that they use methi seeds rather than using the actual plant itself along with basil seeds and then it adds them to hot milk. Maybe it doesn't taste as bad as we thought, you know, but it still looks like a green goop to be honest. I I guess we won't know it until we try it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, we'll add the link to the recipe in the description box below. if you guys want to try too and we let you know how it tasted on our instagram at underscore puivakyan underscore follow for more now like we said before we find that kheer is a celebrated dish across not only india but across the globe the concept of kheer has inspired many foreign regions to make their own variations of kheer so let's take a look or rather a sneak peek at the variations of kheer across the world first up we have kheer in rome romans would use their mixture of kheer that was more porridge like as a coolant for their stomach you know like a detox diet yeah they were pretty obsessed with digesting food properly so they ate like one meal a day right yes eating more than one meal was considered a form of gluttony So, kheer must have been pretty effective for them, I guess. Well, well, there is also a Persian variant of kheer where they combined their firni and our kheer. Yes, firni is a close variant of kheer that was created by the people of ancient Persia. Unlike kheer, firni is made from roughly ground rice, which is then boiled in milk until completely mushy, served cold. This dish. is usually infused with cardamom, saffron and rose water. In fact, the Persians were the first to add rose water into rice pudding, something that was later adopted by us Indians. Likewise, when kheer was introduced to the western world, different ingredients replaced the original ones 
that weren't available in that region. In the same way it happened across India. For example, Western Kheer usually includes nutmeg instead of, you know, cinnamon or cardamom that was used in India. There are variations originating in France and Espana called Patega and Blamange. I think I'm pronouncing that right too. <laughs> the Blamange is a sweet gelatinous dessert made with corn flour and milk. And though we don't really know if these dishes were completely inspired by Kheer, we do see a resemblance to the concept of Kheer itself. Now, we have another interesting recipe, which is meaty Kheer. Not methi Kheer, meaty version of Kheer. Wait, wait, wait. That does not sound great. A dessert with meat. Okay, don't judge a Kheer by its ingredients. Yes, so we learned that from Methi Kheer, so you're right about that. Well, this Methi Kheer is called a tart of rice, which may be originated in 17th century Europe. So, you know, these ingredients, I might say in, you know, a little bit of 17th century European accent, I'll try to, won't work very well. A yolk of eggs and rice were boiled and put in a dish, then seasoned with sugar ginger, nutmeg, butter, and then set on the fire to bake. Though some people say this tart of rice dish might resemble the concept of kheer, uh, but it lacks one of the main ingredients of kheer. Milk. So we can't really confirm it as a variation of kheer. But I like the name, tart of rice. Also the one we just made up, meaty kheer. (laughs) And as you said, it doesn't have the common ingredient milk. We see so many different types of kheer with this common ingredient. We also see that there are types of kheer with expensive ingredients like silver, saffron, dry fruits and ghee. And types of kheer with the simplest three ingredient recipes too. And both these types taste equally great. Exactly. One is grand and sweet and the other so heartwarming and good. And we learned some very interesting types of kheer too, like methi kheer. I'm very curious to try that right now. Yeah, me too. And guys, do you want to learn something even more interesting about kheer? Of course we do. Kheer seems to be the main character for many of the mythological as well as historical stories of India. You must be wondering why we didn't have an Akhyan time to share these stories. But don't you worry, we'll be back with the next episode where we share the Akhyan of Kheer. So make sure to subscribe for upcoming episodes and like and share. Bye! Bye-bye! Disclaimer. This podcast does not wish to harm any values or opinions of any person or community. This is merely a history podcast to share information.